What's up, everyone? Welcome to the very first podcast episode of UARC. We are so glad to kick this off and even more excited for you guys to listen. My name is Summer Johnson and we have Zit. Hey, it's your girl Zit. <laughs> so like I said, y'all, welcome you guys. We're so excited to kick this off. We have been planning this for so long and we want to just dive in and talk about everything that we all are experiencing on campus and, you know, just keep it real and straightforward with you guys. So let's just go ahead and dive right in. Today, we're going to be talking about COVID. Of course, y'all probably be like, oh, not COVID again, but it's a serious thing <laughs> that we all have went through that a lot of people don't want to talk about. We feel as though we don't get support sometimes. So we're just going to keep it all on the table. And today we have our guest, Lean. I'll go ahead and let her introduce herself. Hi, my name is Lee Navachali. I'm a senior special ed major at the University of Arkansas. I'm really excited to be here today. Perfect. Okay, so I guess to dive right into it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so COVID, how did it affect you mentally and physically? Well, at first, just like probably everyone else, I was really excited to get off of school. I was living at, you know, Duncan Housing here at the university, and I was just going through a lot at that point. Like, I was stressed out about school, and then I heard that schools were closing, and we would get like two to three weeks off, and then we would get to come back, something like that, one of those, <laughs> one of those um, expectations. And I was really excited because I needed a break. And so initially, I was pretty excited, but I didn't understand the fact that COVID would be as detrimental as it is today so looking back I'm like wow I was a sophomore then and I was like she was so naive <laughs> yes. but now now looking back I'm like wow I should have I don't know it was very very interesting it's very interesting to look back and be like wow that was like a very substantial time where like everything changed after that literally I feel like we took it for granted because like we really thought okay we just gonna be out for two or three weeks yeah. um we were home for a year and some change like literally. yeah like it feels it, like it was just yesterday but exactly. it's actually been a while now exactly. a year and a half a year and a half yeah. that's crazy like, that's longer oh. than some people have been alive <laughs> True. <laughs> Babies. But. Um, it happens. But then it's like, you were a sophomore. I was. We were freshmen. We, yeah, we were freshmen. Exactly. And then now it's like. Mm, you guys haven't had a full normal year yet. At all. No. Yeah. And then, But then you have like people who were in high school who went, went home like what? Their senior year and what? Still have yet to have a regular year. Yeah. I mean, even though we're face to face, like it's still different because. I mean, six there's regulation. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same. I'm Absolutely. Like, it's just like everything is limited in capacity. My brother was a senior in high school and he graduated in our living room. And so oh. he's still. <laughs> it, I mean, it was cute because we all got to be there and I yeah. was in a really big high school. So that would have just been like a really big ordeal about us all going to the big arena downtown. And oh, like, yeah. But so that was kind of cute and fun. But he yet has to like he has not had a normal college year yet. It's all been online. So, I know that's a tough adjustment because oh, I'll speak for myself. Online is just not it. Oh, yeah, I it was can, so hard. I, I suffered so much. Tremendously. I was glad that we could get the, like the P for pass, like if you just passed. Oh, that was a great <laughs> When they took it away, I was like, oh, my feelings. Like, bring <laughs> oh, it back, yeah. bring it back, please. No, that was really crazy, though. But, like, mentally, like, were you good? Like, how was that? Well, so 
COVID was a very important time for me, like the quarantine getting, so I was at a dorm and then I was sent home because the university was closing. So I packed up all my things and moved back home. Obviously my mom was so excited, but I, <laughs> yeah. I had made this big step to come to college and to be independent. And I, it was really hard going back home and being like, okay, I'm moving back, not even to my childhood bedroom because my, I, my younger sister took my bedroom. So <laughs> yeah. I was sleeping in the playroom. Um, I had all my stuff just in a corner just not sure when I'd even get to move back. Yeah. I was there from March to July, which isn't that long, and I was grateful to even have a place to go, right. but it was just, as someone who is from Arkansas and made big waves to be independent and be in college away from home, it was kind of defeating at first to be back there and to be back and with the expectations that I had for myself, like I've changed a lot since high school, and so going back to that, I felt like I had to go back to who I was, but I obviously didn't. So finding that adjustment was very interesting. So. Yeah. It's like finding that support too. Cause like as you're adjusting, you want somebody in the corner, like to help you along the way. Cause like none of us know what we were doing when we got yeah. sent home. It was oh, just yeah, like, we're sent home. Okay. What are we doing? We're Absolutely. just going to be online. <laughs> like no shade to the teachers, but some of the professors didn't know what to do. Yes. Like yeah. I can't like just be mad at them. Like this is new for all of us. Yeah. None oh, of us sure. know what to do. And then on top of that, just being lost essentially yeah. it's like okay i for one had to drop like a few classes oh, because up. like the professor completely ghosted us like it was just oh. that bad like uh i think we were hit up like a month uh -huh. or a few weeks right before finals and they were like okay yeah. we we can get through all of this material and take, no. still manage to take <laughs> the final and i was like you know what sir i guess i'll just drop the class yeah it's, it's easy for me i'll just drop the class and see that's yeah. really hard because you were already so invested like oh yeah like the left. class was paid for yeah right. but it i had like to drop March. it you couldn't get that money back yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was nothing well, that's hard so unpopular opinion i didn't have a problem with virtual learning i mean i love school i am an introvert so being at home and learning Obviously, there were some things that didn't go smoothly, but I was just like, you know, my professors are not going to penalize me for it. Hopefully, yeah. I had some great professors, and they were just not, like, if they couldn't figure something out, they were like, well, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so I didn't struggle too much with virtual learning, and I was just trusting that, you know, at the end, things would be okay. And with the grade policy, as you were saying, Summer, like, yeah. that, that was really reassuring to me. And I was like, if I'm going to apply for grad school, I can talk about my struggles and I'm sure this is going to be a universal struggle for everyone. So, like, there's going to be empathy. Mm -hmm. So, I school-wise, I put that on the back burner. I was like, I'm not going <laughs> to think about school. Yeah. I was really focusing on my mental health, and I did take some time to... I went on really long walks around my neighborhood. I just kind of put myself first, read a lot of books, and it was a really good time. Like, looking back, I was like, wow, I had, you know, a couple months to just chill. I was supposed to be an intern at a nonprofit in Little Rock and, be, and we work with high risk individuals. Yeah. And so oh. because of COVID that got canceled um, and that was oh. a financial like expectation I had, like for, right. I, cause usually that summer job would pay. I tried not working during the school year because I just had a lot of stuff going on, but I would work these summer jobs and like save up and then not have to worry about finances during right. the year. But that getting canceled was really hard for me. And so I went and started babysitting <laughs> Yeah. So, like, I had a lot of time to myself. I was, like, back to high school me, like, babysit, would read while I was a baby. You know, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> keeping myself busy. But it was just very interesting. I mean, I tried making the best of it, but financially it was difficult. 
Yeah, so. it's like hit after hit after hit. Boom, ah. COVID in your face. Boom, mental health in your face. Ah, oh, dang, finances in your face. Oh, yeah. It's ah. like a like, never-ending break. And it was I, like, for one, know. wish I would have focused on my mental health because yeah. <laughs> that was that was like my breaking point, sort of. I didn't yeah. know yet, but it was definitely my breaking point. And yeah. it just kept getting worse from there. Instead of, like, yeah. focusing on my mental health and, like, focusing on... And thinking like, oh, I can't be penalized for this. I put so many expectations on myself, yeah. and it ended up like, it ended up being my my ultimate downfall. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's okay, we're back now. We're yeah, back. we're back now. Yeah, we're back. Well, there's yeah. something that I didn't know about, but I I'm involved with an RSO on campus called Volunteer Action Center, and one of our advisors had sent a message like, these times are tough. The University of Arkansas graduate program for psychological services, I think they're offering free therapy. Like the grad students, you know, are up for grabs, I guess. Essentially, like you can sign up to be with a grad student and you know, they're working on their psych masters and you're there. I'm not really sure about that degree path, but um, <laughs> I, I got paired. I got paired with someone and financially I wasn't doing well. So I couldn't afford to pay for therapy. So I was able to have that resource and it was really helpful and that really, impacted my mental health journey through COVID because I had someone from the university that understood what was going on and understood how it felt to go back to my childhood home and to like, you know, be reset so much when I was a sophomore, almost a junior in college. So if it weren't for that service on campus, I don't think I would have, don't think I would have had such a great mental health journey, but not a lot of people knew about that. I only knew about it because right. a staff member of mine told me. So. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I never heard that. If I would have heard it, I would have definitely took advantage of that. Yeah, no, I wish it was more widespread. Yeah. Because yeah, a lot of people struggle with like depression, anxiety, and just a number of things. Like if that was like full blast and everybody knew that, that definitely would have helped a lot of students here. Oh yeah. yeah. Definitely would have helped me. I would have yeah. found out I had depression at 19 and not 20. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like there are a lot of things available, but also because of, you know, COVID and isolation, it's like yeah. people, I don't know, like I was always on my phone at one point and then I was never on my phone. And so <laughs> it was just like things just, it was hard to reach people, yeah. but there were services and I think there still are. I'm not really sure, but having that was helpful and knowing about it was helpful, but I wish more students knew about it because right. I had a lot of my friends who were like, yeah, I was just basically in my room for a whole year. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That was difficult yeah. too. Or I'm, like going back to the home that you thought you weren't ever gonna go back yeah. to. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. It's hard because like you you've made that milestone and you've set that up and you're like I did it. Like I graduated. I'm going to college. Yeah. I'm re gonna reinvent myself. And then all of a sudden you're back and it's like I'm grateful that I have that opportunity to like exactly. go somewhere and I don't have to go find my own apartment when you know financially I'm not doing well. But at the same time it's just hard because it's like a reset a mental reset yeah it's like we got that freedom we're here yeah ah, we're back home yeah uh, no, it's not yeah. the same <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then definitely with quarantine so you would say you had an overall pretty good quarantine well yes yeah, so i did the thing and got a cat <laughs> um i got a kitten it was like september of last year so i started my school year so i moved into an apartment in July, August, I got my own apartment because I just didn't want to risk getting COVID. I have asthma, significantly bad asthma. And so I was just like, you know, I've made it thus far with not no COVID. I just, I like, it's hard to be a college student and to avoid getting COVID because yeah. like you're around so many people. And so I was like, I'm just going to get my own apartment because I, 
if I get COVID, who knows what's going to happen and foreshadowing that I get COVID later. And <laughs> it makes my asthma worse. But so I get my own apartment and I'm doing my online school. I'm a part of the special education department and there are about 20 of us in that cohort of mine. So it's like the people who are going to graduate this year, there are 20 of us. So that's really cool. Like we had every, because there are only 20 of us, we had every class together and each one of our classes was like once a week, three hours long. So I spent so much time virtually with my, we called each other our internet friends. <laughs> but we spent so much time together and that was really cool because I mean, it would have, I don't know how it would have felt to be like a science major where there are like so many people in your cohort and like you don't get that close bond with your student group. So, I mean, I was fortunate for that, but I mean, I still got lonely. I wasn't going out. I would only go to Walmart and back. So well, I got I a cat. Yeah. Walmart. <laughs> Walmart was my social time. I'd double mask it, go to Walmart, people watch and go home. I would get so cute. I would get so cute for Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> no, me too. I would put on makeup for Walmart. <laughs> know, y'all took it to the next level. <laughs> What about Target? I used to stay at Target. Like, oh. me and my friend, we used to go to Target every single Friday just to get out. We I don't was... have a Target where I'm from. I'm from, like, the dirty, dirty South. So, like, quarantining what? for me was way different than, like, for everyone else. So, it's, oh. like, where I'm from, I graduated with, like, 100 people. Oh, my right? Gosh. Oh, shut up. Yeah, I graduated with 100 people. And so, you know, those people, they were still, like... Some of them were still at college because theirs hadn't shut down, but I was home, right? I hadn't spoken to any of these people since high school. Yeah. Got to go back home. Got to revert back to my, like, yeah. Yeah. high school self after I've spent, like, almost a year in college, like, knowing right. what it's like to interact with people who you have, like, generally the same yeah. interests yeah. as. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was so crazy because I went home and it's, like, str- only old people, only adults, and it's there's no Walmart. If you want to go to Walmart, <laughs> you drive 15 minutes. I, no. I promise you. <laughs> and I from? still drove those 15 minutes for Walmart. I'm from uh, Warren, Arkansas. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, so it's, like, the closest bigger town is Monticello, Arkansas. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, if I want to go to Walmart, I'm going to get cute and I'm going to drive those 50 <laughs> And I'm going to go get whatever I'm going to get. But yeah, I'm going to look good doing it. Because I had interacted with nobody. Yeah. I had nobody. I had my siblings, of course, not nobody. But, <laughs> but they're you, want, you wanted more people to see. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like, well, the gang's all here. Yeah, this, and like, this is it. <laughs> and sibling interactions are so different. And like your siblings are also struggling to like find that balance where they want to see their friends, but they want to be safe. Like my siblings right? and I were four of us, like there are four of us. And we hung out more than we've ever hung out and we were all older, so it was fun. But like at the same time, we were like, love you, but I don't <laughs> yeah. want to hang out with you anymore. Oh yeah, and there's just some things that you talk yeah. about with your friends that you don't talk about with your siblings. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, who can I talk to now? Because like my sister, she is 30 and I'm 20. So it's like, <laughs> well, like we're at the point where we're cool now. Cause you know, of course when we was younger, we used to always not like, dicker. But yeah. like now, like we're cool. But every sometimes when I tell her stuff, I'd be like, um. You're my big sister. You're my big sister. <laughs> I don't know. But it's like, who else am I going to tell? Yeah. I just have to tell you. No, and like when I'm talking to my siblings too, sometimes we're like, don't tell mom. But you know, it's, like, it's like, are they going to snitch? Or are they not going to snitch? So it is funny to like get back into that. But it's also like, Last time I saw you guys, you were younger. Like, I've been away at college for a couple years. So coming back, it's like, y'all are completely different people. And so it was different relearning that, too. It's like, oh, Mm -hmm. my gosh, you like different things now. Like, 
you are, you know, like you're, you're a big kid. Like you're not my younger sister. I mean, you still are, but like, you know, you're older, you have different interests. Like you're right. gonna say things and it's gonna catch me off guard, but you're like older. So you're watching like, you know, you're more into TikTok, you're watching older shows now. It was just an interesting adjustment to me, like relearning my siblings. That was also something cool. I would say it was a valuable experience for me to get to go home <laughs> yeah. and like, you know, bond with them a bit more. But no, that's amazing. But it's also <laughs> like, I want to get away from you. Yeah, because you're in college and college is supposed to be the best four years of your life kind of thing. And yeah. so when you're yeah. having to spend a lot of that time behind a mask or behind a computer screen or at your childhood home, it's mm-hmm. like a bit defeating. It's like, when am I going to have that time to have that best time of my life? Because right. like now I'm a senior, I'm through my special education degree, like I'm working at a school full time. And so like... I'm a big kid now, and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) my fun years are over. (laughs) And I was late to him, I was like, yeah, um, my fun years of college were for like four months, and then now we're here. Yeah. Home every day. Absolutely. It's just, it's so different now, because like, you could be, I look look back and I'm like, dang, I took that for granted, because like, I was living life. Like freshman year, like of course I got homesick. I hated it. But then when I like found friends and everything, we was going out and stuff. It's like okay, this is the college life. This is fun. Yes. Oh, go home, come back, and now it's like, okay, this is the college life. Yeah, like, it's, it's so hard. And freshman year is made to be a year long experience of finding your people. You don't find them the first two weeks or the first few right. months. Like it takes until I found my friends at the end of freshman year. I was like, yeah, wow, like it took us so long. So like. Having to do that behind a computer screen, I'm sure, is impacting it's, people socially. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Especially, like, if you don't, like, you don't see them face-to-face, yeah. and then you have a group me, and then you're typing in there, and nobody responds, and it's, like, so awkward. Yes. Like, okay, when are y'all going to have to help me one day? Because we, <laughs> yeah. we got to help each other at this point. Absolutely. Like, we're, I know we're all struggling. Like, come on. Yeah. But, yeah, it definitely gets tough. It does. For sure. But as far oh, wait, go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask you. <laughs> so, like, do you feel like your maturity was impacted by COVID as well Well, as everything else? I would say, yeah. I mean, I would always tell my, or I was always told growing up that I was more mature for my age. So I, you know, like that was something that was a big high school me, which I mean, I, I still consider myself fairly mature, but when I came to college, I was like, you know, college is a great opportunity to like get involved in as many clubs as you want to get involved in and like go to games and meet friends and like have a social life and an academic life which I had a hard time balancing like in high school so when I came to college my freshman year I was like balancing that fairly well and you know like having fun which I I used to not consider that to be mature enough but like through COVID like I was kind of forced to you know get my life together and work all the time like I my classes got harder junior year and so with that I was they were all virtual and so I was at home and I was working like along like for virtual classes I had a lot of work like yeah. I don't know why I think like the class content was less but the like homework content was more and so that was interesting so I became like more homework focused and then social life was like more intentional which was very interesting to like see like I used yeah. to hang out with anybody everybody yeah that was in my circle but through covid like if someone was out the night before i didn't want covid and so i would yeah. have to be like okay like you're not making wise decisions i adore you let's facetime instead yeah so if i was gonna see someone face to face or like without a mask even i would really have to think about like all these different factors so that kind mm-hmm. of improved helped my maturity grow because i was like okay i'm working to 
I guess, focus on like my health and other people's health. Like I'd like to go home and see mm -hmm. my parents and my parents are also like high risk and my brother's high risk. And so I like didn't want to put anyone in danger. And so in that regard, yes, I would say that I maturity wise have, you know, grown, grown yeah. a grown. lot. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's hard getting the words out. But I think that I've become a lot more mature in that. And now that I'm working in a special ed environment where all my students are high risk, like I'm having to make those decisions, but I don't even think too much about it now. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna stay safe. And like, oh, I got the vaccine so that I can put other people's lives first. And so with that, I think my maturity has grown because other people's health is a big responsibility. Right. And having that empathy also like, makes you a mature person, I think. Like being able to say, I care about the people I'm around and I don't wanna make their lives super Worse. stressful. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because COVID is not easy. So many people have died from it. Exactly. Yes. Like having that empathy and having that like sense of, I care about people I'm around even if I don't know them, like that's mature. And so getting that, getting to that point and not having that FOMO even, mm -hmm. I feel oh, like yes. fear of missing out. So I feel like that has helped me mature. Everybody, please take notes and listen to Lean. Because <laughs> it's like when we're in class and we're touching elbow to elbow and you have your mask below your nose, like that just really grinds my gears. Like, why? We're not six feet apart. So please just have the common decency yeah. to pull your mask up. Like, it's not that hard. Yeah. It's like, then like sometimes they'll just sit in class, whole mask is just completely off. And then a professor won't say anything, but I'm like, okay, I'm not going to say anything. But if I raise anything. my hand and I'm like, professor, can you ask him? Yeah, because then it's going to be awkward. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. But, you know, the university staff can't ask you if you're vaccinated and they can't really enforce those things. Right. There are yeah. so many things around that, which is really hard. And, like, I, I'm technically an employee at the university. I work, you know, for an RSO that I'm involved in. And, yeah. like, we got a list of things we can and can't do on the university. So it's a hard position, I'm sure, for your professors, too. Because exactly. a lot of my professors are older. And so, mm -hmm. I know, oh, yeah. My professors, we're such a small group, as I said earlier, that, like, we have a good relationship with my professor. So they're not afraid to be like, put your mask up. Like, we wear our masks mm -hmm. in yeah. this class. But... I mean, as far as bigger classes go, that's kind of yeah. hard. So that's stressful. And I can't imagine being in a big class and having to deal with that. Yeah, I thought it was going to be good because, like, you're a civil engineer, so I can assume that yours, your classrooms are big. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm financing all my classes be like mm, 50 people or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, okay, um, one of us. Some of us, y'all have to do something. Like, yeah. There's point, no way that we're all vaccinated. There's, there's no way. <laughs> like, we're in, I'm sorry, but we're in Arkansas. All of us aren't vaccinated. And, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that, but at least have the least decency and respect to care for others. Yeah, like, if you're not going to get vaccinated, just keep your mask on. Exactly. Um, if you're out and you get exposed, just be honest about that. Like, that's the thing that I've been trying to, you know, send out to people who I work with, like, Listen, I'm not controlling your life, but if you are around other people that put you in danger and put could put other people in danger, like, just be honest. Like, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to say, oh, my goodness, you shouldn't have gone out. I'm going to say, thank you for being honest with me and letting me know. Now we can put more people. We won't be putting anyone at risk. Yeah. Because right. there's no point in lying. Like, yeah, You're just lying to yourself. <laughs> absolutely. And, like, if you want to be involved in the campus experience, like, you have to take care of your health. And so, like, being a part of a class, like, you need to care about your health and other people's health. Exactly. So that's a different divide, but, yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, because you said you're working with uh, special education kids yeah. and things. I just know it. That's super high risk. Um, yeah. Because, like, when COVID hit, I never thought about, uh, like, little kids or just people in 
high school and below at first. And then, like, my mom, she's a special ed coordinator, and she oh, was wow. telling me, like, some of them kids just can't wear a mask because, like, it's a sensory thing. Yeah. So it's just, like, how is it, like, when you're working with them, like, you just have to, what's the word? Like, just have to be aware of who Absolutely. you're around 24-7 because you don't want to get them Absolutely. sick at all. Because it's like, okay, dang. Yeah, like, like you're saying, like, being super purposeful about who yeah, you're around. exactly. Yeah, well, in my classroom, in the class I'm working in, so I'm just an intern, but there's there was one week where I woke up and my head was hurting and my nose was just super stuffed and I got tested. It was allergies, I'm sure, but I was <laughs> just like, I'm going to be, I texted my teacher and I was like, I'm going to be honest, like, I don't feel well today. Yeah. She was like, stay home. She was like, I would rather be understaffed than put those kids at danger because some of exactly. our kids can't wear masks because it's so sensory and they're going to take them off anyway exactly and it's like they're they're at their own distance like we keep our desks six feet apart like mm-hmm. we're yeah. a small class so like it works and all the kids understand the mask up policy and like if it slips down i'm like hey mask right. up and they respect because they care about covid and they do the elbow tap and they're really good yeah. about it but as their teacher like i would hate to see any of them be sick because of me Oh yeah, and so yeah, that's something that I always think about. I'm like that. I'm not gonna come. Like, it's okay if I miss a day. If like that means that they're healthy, because for the longest time they couldn't go to school because of how. Like last year, most of those students were virtual. Right. And for their parents, like bless their parents' heart, like that's hard to like maintain that. Like, I guess a lot of those students were constantly asked, like, why am I not in school? Why am I not Mm -hmm. in school? So explaining that to them is really hard. And so giving them that, you know. Yeah, they're still parents, not teachers. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> but especially for a student with special needs where schedules are so important mm-hmm. and just being on a routine is necessary. Like, right. I try my best to, you know, have that consideration because if I'm the reason why someone's schedule's messed up and they're thrown off, that would really upset me. But yeah. a lot of our students are back at school for the first time and they're also thrown off too because they've not been in school. And just like college kids, like college kids are better at hiding it, but these kids are like, I hate that I'm in school this long. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, when is it time to go home? At one, everyone's like, when when can we go home? And I'm like, it's not time to go. And they're like, ah, it's been a long day. Yeah. And I'm like, same, I get it, I get it. And so just everyone's adjusting this year. I don't know mm-hmm. how you guys feel, but like being back to a full day or at least walking on campus, kind of like tiring. Yes, they hit it's hard. so yeah. exhausting. <laughs> I'm like, dang, okay, I'm here from 8 o'clock. I'm not leaving until 5. Like, I show up hit. early so I can catch my breath. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> That's why I can go to the bathroom and rinse my face. I'm sick because nobody wants to talk about it. Them heels are deadly. I'm sorry. Like, it makes no, especially in the heat. And we forgot. Literally (laughs) forgot. Once I went up it the first time, I went like, what is that? Stadium Drive Hill. And I was like, oh my God. I completely (laughs) forgot. I was like, I'm going to start showing up to class an hour early or something because I just need time to wipe the sweat off. I bring an extra shirt. Like, me too. (laughs) After the first week, I'm I'm not taking no chances and it's just like a lot of us used to be in these routines like we used to go in my high school it was like 8 a.m to 4 p.m now we're back at school and i'm like i used to take naps frequently during the day (laughs) and i was virtual like how am i doing this again them 8 a.m is different though like 8 a.m high school 8 a.m for college 8 a.m for work like that is all different and it all hurts a different it way. It hurts a different way. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing about 8 a.m. in college is, like, when I was a freshman, I was like, you know, I get to decide if I go to my a.m. <laughs> but in high school and at work, it's like, you at work, it's go. like, I get paid. And then in high school, it's like, my parents get a phone call. Yeah, yeah. literally. <laughs> so college is different because, as I said earlier, like, we're here, we're independent. Like, we mm-hmm. we choose our path. 
And so adjusting, readjusting to that without like a push. Sometimes I wish I had that push. Like you gotta go to high school. Like, you know, like it's required. Like, yeah. I'm like yeah. college is required, but like, I, mm, like yeah. I, I have yeah. to set my alarms like two hours in advance to get myself <laughs> going. <laughs> it's like you need it though. Like it's just be hard just to roll over. Yeah. Like, my, my friends be like, you just can't roll over. Um, if I could, I would. <laughs> I, I don't feel like it anymore. Yeah. Like it's like it just be hard. Like it's so draining. And like when you think when you say that loud, like really it's draining for you to pick up your laptop. But yes, like <laughs> it is. I don't want to be in this class. I don't know what I'm learning. Like it's and I don't want to blame a professor because like I said, they're new to it too. Yeah. We're all experiencing this at the same time. Yeah. But then it's like, I don't want to experience this no more. Right. <laughs> there just wasn't a transition period, I think. And mm. everyone's feeling it too. Your professors, the York staff, I'm sure is feeling it too. But like, we went from zero to a hundred. Like, we're going to be Instantly. virtual and then, nope, we're all back in class. Yeah. Everyone's feeling it. It's yeah. really hard. And there's not like a... Like, in special ed, we're all about incentives. Like, we ask our students, what do you want to work for? And a lot of them say, like, oh, I want to work for a Skittle, or I want to work for a break, or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are we working for? <laughs> a degree, I guess. Yeah, just, a degree. I just want someone to ask I don't know me. if I want that more than a Skittle, but a degree, no, I guess. I, mean, I just want, like, you know, I wish campus would give me a coffee or something. Yeah. Like, motivate me to, like, make the zero to 100 transition yeah, visible. Yeah. It's just exhausting. If y'all pay sell free coffee i'm here every day no, <laughs> i'm like please like i know we're all struggling i'm sure there's money in the budget like, well, you know just pull out some coffee not hill coffee though i'm sorry <laughs> i'm so hurt that they took out the einsteins and replaced it with hill coffee behind the business school have y'all seen that oh wait really no heartbreaking i didn't know that <laughs> see i like hill coffee in the union they have some good i enjoy like, it the lox toast the lox toast is my favorite <laughs> but I was here. I was a freshman when Aubon Payne was a thing. I don't know if that's how you say it. Where I think I know what you're talking about. Hillcock but... in the Union used to be Aubon Payne. It was like yellow. <laughs> they had oatmeal. Like you could breakfast meal trade for an oatmeal. I loved oatmeal. So. Okay. Not the okay. Oatmeal. <laughs> okay. Now I'm gonna ask you. So you said you got COVID. Yes, I did. Get how did COVID. you know? And what was that like for you? Uh, so this was like right before winter break. I was technically off. Um, I was hanging out with someone who was exposed and I, they didn't know and I didn't know. And we were hanging out at this point. I had full trust in them and we hung out obviously like, you know, masks off. And I don't know, I just, I started a new job and I, on the first day I woke up and I was, I felt awful like my nose was stuffed I was coughing and I have asthma and so sometimes change of weather impacts how I cough but I could tell this wasn't like a because it had been cold like it wasn't, it wasn't, a, it wasn't it's chilly outside cough yeah, it wasn't a, it's chilly cough it was like there's something up cough and so like I took my inhaler out and I called my dad and I mean I guess I will say my dad's a pulmonologist at a hospital in Little Rock so mm. he has been working really hard through COVID pulmonologist just means a lung doctor and so, you know, unfortunately, that just means he has a lot of patients in the ICU who, oh, um, yeah, no. yeah, and which has been hard. But he's just been a great person to talk to about COVID because he has he sees it every day at work. Mm-hmm. And so I just I called him and I was I don't use my inha- I used to not use my inhaler very often. So I would be like, Dad, I'm using my inhaler today, and he was like, Okay, like, <laughs> he was like, Good luck. And at this point, he had had COVID already. So my dad got exposed before Thanksgiving break. 
And mm -hmm. so he got, he tested positive for COVID and he was, I mean, thankfully he works in a hospital. And so he was like, I guess, equipped with one of, it's mono something, you know, that drug that they give you so that antibodies, something. Yeah. Yes. But so he had it, he had had it in November. And so I didn't get to go home for Thanksgiving break. And so I was ready to go home for Christmas break. And so I called him and I was like, I'm having to use my inhaler. And I was like, uh, do you, does this sound like a COVID cough? And I, <laughs> he was like, I don't know. He was like, you're fine. Like my dad tries to keep my morale up. And so he was just trying not to stress me out. Cause I stress out. Yeah. He was like, you're fine. You're fine. I was like, I don't know if I should go into work. And he was like, it's your first day. <laughs> I was like, I'm a server at a restaurant. That would be really bad. Oh yeah. COVID. yeah. I'm glad you didn't go. Oh, I didn't go. I called my boss and I was like, I'm really mm -hmm. sorry. I don't think this is going to work. I mean, don't worry. I ended up working there. After I got COVID, I got, I, I, the job was offered back to me, but that's um, good. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I'm sorry. I know it's my first day, but I don't feel great. And he was like, okay, that's fine. So I stayed home and I was just, you know, watching TV all day. I fell asleep. Next day I woke up. I woke up at 2 AM with the sudden urge to throw up. Mm -hmm. So I, and that never happens. It's not like there was a reason. It was just that. And I was like, uh Oh, and I passed out. And I live alone, so it's not like anyone heard it. But I woke up again. I was on the floor of my bathroom. I was just dizzy. I took my temperature, and I have one of those like really cool thermometers. Oh yeah, yeah. I invested good money in because I was like, this is gonna be important. <laughs> it turned red. It was one hundred three point seven. Oh, it got serious. Yeah, and I I don't know if it was anxiety. I don't know if it mm -hmm. was COVID, but I had shortness of breath, and so I hopped in my car and got in line to get tested. Yeah. And then I got that test. They were like, "We'll call you in an hour," and I was like, "Cool." It was rapid, and it had been three hours. No one had called me, so I called them, <laughs> and I said, "Hi, I got tested today. Can you tell me what my test is?" And yeah. they were like, "No one told you," and I was like. God, what is it? They're like, you're positive. Oh, and I gosh. started crying. I was like, I've been so safe. And I called all the people who I had been around. And that week, like, one of my friends was graduating um, at semester. And so mm -hmm. we had, like, said goodbye. We had a little get together. But it was like five people, but we just weren't wearing a mask because we were eating together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We all gave each other a hug. And so I felt really bad. That was like three days before. So I called all my friends, all my girls. I was like, I'm really sorry, but I tested positive. They all tested negative. But that one person I was hanging out with tested positive. And so he was like, I'm sorry, like I, we have COVID. And he lives up here. So we got mm -hmm. to stay at his parents' house and be taken care of and all this stuff. Yeah. I live alone and I'm from central Arkansas. And so I spent, my COVID time was 14 days. So I would have spent Christmas and New Year's alone, and I did spend Christmas and New Year's alone, so it was really sad. Oh, oh no. wow. Yeah, but I I have the best family ever. My mom and my dad called me nonstop. My mom sent me a care package, and it had, like, a warm, heated blanket, like, socks, yeah. like, tea. I couldn't taste or smell, so my friends were, like, sending me food via DoorDash. <laughs> I was like, love y'all, but I don't know what this is. <laughs> it was like I would put something in my mouth like a sandwich and it just felt like like if you hold your nose and try to eat that's what it feels like and it's Ooh. I I didn't get my taste or smell back until end of July oh that's a long time J July 2021 yeah like two months ago <laughs> like I have oh. been tasting and I'm sure I've gained two pounds in the last two months because yeah. I'm like oh my gosh everything tastes great <laughs> But I had COVID and I was all by myself and I rewatched a lot of shows and my poor cat, my baby, I was afraid she had COVID too, but I was yeah. so weak that I couldn't get up to feed her. So like I 
I had, so I was a note taker and they give you Amazon gift cards or mm -hmm. volunteer hours. I chose Amazon gift cards. So I was going to treat myself, but I bought an auto cab feeder so that she could Because <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I couldn't walk to theater. I would pass out. Like it was just so bad. My pull socks. So I had one of those pull socks readers. Yeah. Um, I was down to 89% oxygen at one point and you're supposed to stay at 199. So it was really, my dad almost came and got me, but I was like, you know, I tried to be tough. And I was like, I'll yeah. be fine. He was like, if it drops anymore, I'm taking it. Yeah. I see you. And I was like, I'll be fine. And I just had to also, I mean, part You were in the trenches. It was bad. You and were I, fighting for your life. No, honey. I really was. And I'm supposed to be young and healthy, but I had asthma. And, and just, yeah. That was oh. my one pre-existing condition mm -hmm. alongside, I don't know, stress, anxiety. So like it hit me really hard. Mm -hmm. And the person who also had it with me did not experience, like they got their taste and smell back very fast. Mm -hmm. And so I, for some reason, COVID took a toll on me. And right. I forgot about this, but the other day my dad and I were talking, but for two months after I had COVID, once I was finally cleared, I would wake up in the middle of the night, my heart rate would be at 170. Like I had mm -hmm. to take like blood, blood pressure and heart rate medication, like to stop my heart rate from just excelling. Mm. Like I was on an intense amount of medication and now I'm on an intense amount of vitamins. Like I'm on vitamin C, zinc, like I take all of those every day and iron, my iron is just so significantly low. Like mm -hmm. a lot has changed since I've got COVID. And like now, unfortunately, I think it's a pre-existing condition on health insurance. So when I graduate this year and get a job after, like I'm gonna have to disclose that I got COVID and that's gonna impact my health insurance from this new job that I have. Oh, yeah. oh wow. Yeah, so I, I didn't try to get it. Like I didn't go to Dixon, I didn't, like I turned 21 during the pandemic and we went to Sassafras and you know had a nice outdoor event like me and a few friends like mm -hmm. it was a very chill like i was doing my part and so to get covid was extremely defeating and not yeah. only was i spending the holidays alone i was i mean you know, meant it took a toll on me mentally because it was just like i Two weeks by yourself. Yeah, yeah and physically now like for yeah. you have to continue to take care of your body now because yeah. of COVID. my inhalers on me like i have a rescue inhaler now and i my asthma was never that bad but now it's now really it's bad. bad and like if i I'm supposed to be less susceptible to COVID now because I've had it and I'm vaccinated, but I like I my, I have PTSD from how bad my COVID is, like legit. Mm -hmm. And so if every time I feel like I'm exposed, like I have to take a mental health day. Mm -hmm. So that like I I used to pride myself for being super tough and like you know able to get through anything, but COVID has really set me back more physically, emotionally. It's really sad, but like. I don't know. I just, I've seen so many people lose a loved one from it that I, exactly. at one point was like, am I going to die? Like, yeah. funny, but sad. I like, was you don't like, want to think that, but it's yeah, like, but it's in like, that moment you were, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like my oxygen was dropping. Like, no 21-year-old should have an 89 pulse ox. Like, that's right. not a thing. Like, older people who have been through a lot get down to like 85, like 70, sometimes 50 if they're about to die. But like, I don't know. I was just grouping myself with a high-risk group of people, and I was like, what's going to happen to me? So that's that was a really scary moment, and I still reflect on it, and I'm, like, mm -hmm. really thankful that I had my parents. I feel like facing the idea of your mortality yeah. at 21 it's is like, so scary. It's gut-wrenching. It like, to sit there and think, like, it? is, yeah. Yeah. No, it is. And you like, just turned 21. Like, you just turned 21, yeah. and you're like, sitting here thinking, am I right. going to die? No, actually, and, like, it was just so scary because, you know, 
no one really thinks about COVID because we're like, oh, it's not gonna, like I, in August of that year of 2020, I was, I took one of those online surveys that like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know who sent it to me, but it's like, you put in your health conditions and stuff and it tells you how likely you are to like survive COVID. And I was like 98%. I didn't think, like, I would struggle if I got COVID. I was like, oh, I would be asymptomatic. But no, I wasn't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but it's good that you're talking about it because I've never even thought about it that far to to the extent that what you think, how it still, like, impacts you today. Yeah. Like, nobody really ever talks about that. And it's serious. It's like, it's different for everybody and what they go through. Like, your friend, he didn't go through what you went through, but she went through it. And there could be a lot of students on this campus who went through that and just probably didn't even have that support to, like, get a care package. Yeah, or exactly. Or be able to have their parents to come pick them up. Yeah. Because like, I know if I caught COVID, I couldn't go home. But I then know. I live with three other people now, and it's going to be like, they don't want to be by me, but <laughs> yeah. I can't go. I can't leave. So it's no, like, what is there sure. to do? Like, that is, ooh. Yeah. It's a hard, like, subject to touch when a it lot of people is. go through it differently. Yeah, it is. And it does vary, but also, like, I was thankful to not even be living with anyone slash it was during the holiday season. Oh, yeah. Right. So that, like, I could leave my bedroom. Like, I could go to the living room or the bedroom. So it was just, like, being trapped in, like, I have a friend who got it and she lives in a, like, four person apartment situation she was just stuck in her room for two weeks and that's like depressing yeah Yeah. even if your covid case wasn't as severe as mine like the isolation is depressing like we shouldn't be getting covid i wish it was gone by now but yeah (laughs) it's like it's a difference between like wanting to be by yourself on your own will but then being forced to be by yourself yeah it's always when you're forced to do something that it hurts the most <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly i think my life when doing dishes like if i put it in my head i'm gonna do some dishes i'm gonna do it yeah but, like, but as when soon you as my tell, mom says you're gonna do those dishes i don't want to do it no more <laughs> yeah but- <laughs> no absolutely even with like running i used to run i don't run much anymore because my lungs are so bad <laughs> but like when i used to run i would be like oh i have to run three miles today i would be like oh i don't want to run three miles but if i started going like like, I'm going to run to the stop sign. Like, I could be like, oh, I, that was easy. I can keep going. Keep going yeah. So when you're not for, being forced to do something, it's so exciting. And I love spending time by myself. Like, I'm an introvert. Yeah. That's how I recharge. But, like, after that, I was like, I'm afraid to be around people, but I want to go be around people. <laughs> yeah. So. Because this wasn't fun. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got your life back together. Yeah, like, no, literally. <laughs> no, we're back and better than ever. It just took like seven months for me to fully recover. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't, I used to not be able to laugh like the first few months without like going. <laughs> oh wow. And I like don't smoke or I'm not, a sm- <laughs> I'm not a smoker. But my dad was like, you sound like you smoke a pack a day. And I was like, oh my God. But it was just how foggy my lungs were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I've never heard anything like that, but I'm glad that she said something so nobody else feels like they're alone. Yeah, but that was a horrible two weeks. No, yeah. a was... two weeks that affected probably the rest of your life. Now. Yeah, which is so dramatic to say, but it's so true. And like, I just want if anyone else has gone through that to know that like anyone else's COVID experiences like don't discount yours. Like some people have no symptoms, some people unfortunately die from it. Like it's just such a weird spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's yeah. Yeah, especially coming back, like, on campus, I just assumed that, like, in the first week, it was going to be, like, a thousand minimum cases. Yeah. But then I think it was, like, I don't know, like, I think it was, like, 200 or something like that. I mean, zero would be better. But at least it's, it was under a number that I assumed. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, the vaccines are rolling out. I, exactly. I My family, my entire family got vaccinated. Right. Awesome. No, mine too. And it's really cool to see. Yeah. But then, you know... You, 
unfortunately, you have some people on campus like, no, we're not going to trust the vaccine. Oh, my mom was terrified of the vaccine, right? Oh, really? But yeah. I went and I got the vaccine, right? Uh-huh. And uh, she was like, we're only giving it to 18-year-olds right now. And I was like, oh, okay. And my sister just turned 18. So I like drive back home and yeah. I'm like, hey, come get the vaccine with me. And my mom was, like, still super, like, distrusting of the vaccine because she was, like, listening to a lot of, like, misinformation and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So she was terrified. But I went and I got my sister and we got vaccinated. And uh, I came home and my mom was so mad. She was like, why did you get vaccinated? And I was like, I was like, because, like, I need to be safe. And my niece was born, like, like oh, yeah. right around that time and I really wanted to go see her and I was like I can't in good conscience go see her without being vaccinated so I went and um I was like because I'm doing this for not just me but like for the people that I want to be around and so my mom I was like I was like you know you should really read about it and like inform yourself and don't hear anything from anybody else but like draw the conclusion yourself And from there, (laughs) my mom went and got vaccinated. And I was like, I thought you weren't going to get vaccinated. She was like, well, if the vaccine kills you guys, I don't want to live anyways. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, I don't think that's what you should have based your decision on. But I'm glad you put up your okay. (laughs) Yeah. And then she was like, she was like, yeah, but I'm going to go get your dad to go get vaccinated. Because if we die, we're all dying. (laughs) This is a family thing. Yeah. Yeah. And even my little brother now, like he's vaccinated. Mm -hmm. I me and my sister actually got the Johnson and Johnson. That oh. one that got recalled. Oh, so. no. <laughs> Praying for you. <laughs> yeah, I got I mean, the Pfizer. Yeah. I got Moderna. Oh, yes. Whoa, I, look at that. We got all three. Yeah, right. what a range. Right. Everybody I know who got Johnson and Johnson got, like, really sick. Like, not sick to the yeah. head COVID, but, like, they were just like, I feel horrible. I like, felt nothing. You feel fine? Really? Nothing. Yeah. My That's sister, good. though, we were, uh, it was like the day after we got the vaccine. And my sister, she, we were in a restaurant, right? Because my parents love to eat breakfast. It's like our thing. Yeah. Breakfast, my favorite thing. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to like go eat breakfast the day after. And they had told us like take, um, take medicine, you know, because your body's still reacting to a new medicine. Yeah, like and, the Tylenol at the vitamin C. Yes, yeah. take medicine, right? And so I listened and I took it and I took it the night at like the night before I went to sleep and then I the next morning like I just had like a sore arm because they like stuck a needle in my arm but um, I was fine right like I got maybe like a little headache and I just Mm -hmm. took some Tylenol and it went away but as we're sitting like in this restaurant and it was like it was the summer right so it's Mm -hmm. like warm. And my sister was like, it is freezing in here. And I was like, um, no, girly, it's not. Sorry about that, but it's not. Yeah. And so she's like, she, her face like turns yellow and we're brown. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know something. Yeah, something's wrong. Yeah. So she, uh. Uh, she turns yellow and I'm like, oh, like, surely, like, it's just because, you know, her body's reacting. Yeah. And so (laughs) then her blood pressure drops and she's like, I'm so nauseous right now. She gets up to, like, go to the bathroom and she, like, tells my mom and dad, she's like, hey, like, we have to go. Like, I don't feel good and everything. Uh, she's, like, about to vomit and everything, feels horrible, like, low blood pressure, is cold, is getting, uh, like... Um, the pains, like muscle aches really badly. And we're sitting in this restaurant. So we end up going home and the symptoms pass. 
Like, they passed within, like, five hours of us leaving the restaurant. So oh, wow. she was, like, fine after, right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like a mini COVID. Yeah. yeah. Did it ever happen again? Or, no, like, was it she didn't, just it? it was, that was it. It oh, wow. didn't come back ever again. But I thought it was so crazy. Like, we technically have the same genetics, and she got it, like, So she, hard. Yeah, I got a headache. And she got almost passing out and vomiting at a restaurant. Yellow, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the immune system difference. Like, yeah. your genetics don't impact your, I mean, I mean, I'm sure they do. I'm not a gen- science major. <laughs> you're, you're, some people have weaker immune systems. And, right. like, what you were describing happened to me when I had COVID. Like, I just completely forgot. But when I got the vaccine, I had it, I got it three months after I had COVID, which apparently is too soon, but whatever. I'm so ready to get vaccinated. I had to take a day off of work because I was like re-experiencing COVID for just a day. And I like did my medicine routines. I did the Dayquil, the Nyquil, the Tylenol, the aspirin, like a lot of meds that you have to take. Yeah, yeah. COVID. But I did that and it was just like I had COVID. And so I do remember that. It, and I got Moderna. So I mm. guess when you're, you know, you're basically injecting a bit into you and fighting it. So your immune system's all act differently. Right. But people like take that like, oh, look at you. You done got sick. That's why you don't need to take the vaccine. But mm. it's like, okay, when you got the flu shot, did you get the flu? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or like not even the flu shot because some people make that optional too. It's like the yeah. chicken pox vaccine. Like, exactly. You know, for stuff like that. It's like, do you remember that those things like were killing people too? And then people made a vaccine for it and all smallpox, like all of a sudden. And now it's coming back. Uh, something that we've eradicated is coming back. I yeah. Think that's so crazy. Yeah. Then they'd be like, well, it just came out too quick. Do you want, <laughs> do you want them to take three years? Yeah. Like, like, which one do you want? I mean, sometimes albums drop too quick. We're not questioning that. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, (laughs) no, that is a fact. Um, Artists continue working on your art. Yeah, we love it. (laughs) Don't don't rush it, please. I'm I'm begging you. Um, Rihanna, that one's for you. SZA, that's for you. <laughs> Frank Ocean, I don't know what you're doing, but you need to stop Please it. get on it. We miss you. <laughs> you're going to come to the Met Gala with a doll. Forget that. Forget that doll. Shrek that baby. So Yo, funny. yeah, the Shrek baby. Bring but, us an album. <laughs> Maybe he was foreshadowing an album. He's just going to drop Man. it on like a Tuesday and we're all going to be like, and everything is all good. No, because now I'm heartbroken again. Like, right. come harder or something. Yeah, yeah. Man. I hope that doll has something to do with it. Like, <laughs> maybe it's like the cover or something. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, yeah. anyway. Well, but do you have any like closing remarks? Anything you want to say before we wrap yeah. it up? Well, I was just super honored to get to speak with you guys about COVID. I mean, it's still a big, important thing that's right. taking over a lot of people's lives. Like for me, I'm still dealing with the effects of COVID and I hope no one has to deal with that. But with that, just like... Have empathy, be considerate of other people, even mm-hmm. if that means, you know, doing what you're most comfortable with, like keep your mask on, I don't know. I just really, I would love to see, at least I'm a senior, I'd love to have my last semester just kind of normal again. And we can only hope for some normalcy. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers <laughs> yes. crossed. Right. Yes, thank you so much thank for sharing. You. Yes, and you just want you students to know that you guys are not alone with this. We're bringing uh, other students on so we all can talk about these things because we're all going through the same thing. Or you may feel ashamed to talk about it, but we have something who went through the exact same thing as you. So please do not feel shy about anything. Um, Zay, do you have anything you want to share? Um, no, I think... 
I think it was really good talking.、Yeah. <laughs> I had it. I enjoyed it, and、yes. I hope that you guys enjoyed it also,、yes. and that it wasn't too much. <laughs> yeah, we didn't want to hit you guys too hard for the first episode. We do want you guys to come back next week and tune in to our next episode, where we'll be talking about another couple of things. See you later. <laughs>